Welcome to the Thrive with Duff podcast. I am your host, Sarah Duff, and I am a 40-something self-love junkie who is on a mission to help you do more than just cope and survive in your life. I want you to thrive. In the episodes, I will be covering everything from personal and spiritual development, relationships and dating, health and wellness, life design, ruts and hard times, and a whole lot more. I will call you out on your BS and share real life experience and actionable ways that you can develop a rock solid foundation of self-love so that you can finally get out of your own way and start thriving in your life. If you love the episode, I would love you to give it a rating on iTunes. And if you know someone who would benefit from listening, then please share. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Thrive with Duff podcast. I want to share this with you before I forget, and it's related to coffee. And you may or may not know this, um, but so for years, let's backtrack. So for years and years, I was like a coffee whore. I don't know if I can say that, but I just have. I'm calling it myself, so I think it's okay. Um, Yeah, I was literally, I don't want to use the word addicted, but it was a big part of my life. And I was very much like, oh, I can't start my day without coffee. When I was flying, um, when I was working in the airlines, I it was a huge um, part of me getting through night flights, me dealing with um, time zone changes and all of the things. Like, you know, it really was something that I relied on um, quite heavily. And, you know, so for years and years, this carried on. Anyway, recently, I um, had to go to a nutritionist, a gut health specialist, because I had candida. And as part of the candida protocol, um, I had to really cut down on my caffeine. And I was still drinking quite a lot. Um, And, you know, I think for a while, I had known I was drinking far too much. And I could feel it um, kind of with the highs and lows that you get. And also I was, I had this very heavy feeling under my eyes, which um, the nutritionist lady said um, could very much have been connected to the amount of coffee I was drinking and my adrenals. And so as part of the protocol, I had to really cut down on my coffee. So like now I'm literally having one cup a day um maybe two very occasionally but one cup of one cup a day and one of the things that she told me that I can't believe I didn't know was that drinking coffee on an empty stomach is actually dreadful for your gut and I had been doing that for years and years and years um and you know I'm like quite surprised I have not had more kickback from my digestive system um, because really, I mean, I, you know, all the years in the airline industry, there was so many, so much of it was spent drinking coffee on an empty stomach. And then even when I left the airline industry, every single morning, um, up until just before doing this protocol, the first thing that went into my body, maybe after a small glass of water was coffee. So, you know, it's taken me to the age of 42 to actually find this, find this fact out. So if you are someone who is like I was and you are getting up first morning and first thing in the morning and um swigging back the coffee then just a little FYI for you um you might want to switch up your morning routine um and maybe move your coffee till a little later when your stomach's not empty 
um yeah because even though it doesn't impact you you know immediately you'll not immediately suddenly start having you know gut problems but if you look at everything longer term you've got to think about okay yeah so down the road it could have so it's worth making the change now before it gets to that point um and you know I think that can very much be tied into a lot of like when it comes to changing habits um, and especially if we know that we've got you know bad habits destructive habits it's one of the reasons I think it's so difficult for us is that when we start to change the habit there with a lot of them there isn't like this immediate there isn't an immediate switch into okay now suddenly I've made this change and now everything is amazing and I feel so much better it takes time for the you know the results and the impact to actually show um, and also that can that can also tie into you know when we're when we're in a situation where we are you know maybe we have a destructive habit of maybe you know drinking wine because you know we feel we're feeling angry we're feeling sad um, and or we feel lonely so we have like wine every night or the same with food and in that moment when you are reaching for those um, those crutches to make yourself feel better in that moment, it's very easy to disconnect from the fact that, yes, you are not going to immediately, you know, this isn't going to immediately, um, you don't link it to the long-term outcome is what I'm trying to say. So in that moment, you are just bothered about that moment. You are bothered about feeling better in that moment through, you know, you know, getting the relief from drinking the wine or eating the food. And, you know, it doesn't, it, you don't care that this is actually impacting the bigger goal that you have for yourselves. In that moment, you don't care. It's not to say that you don't care because obviously you do. But in that moment, you you choose to um, not you choose to not um, sit in the discomfort. You would rather you would rather have whatever it is and feel more comfortable in that moment, even though longer term, it is costing you a way higher price. So we always just have to take time when we're making changes in our lives and trying to, you know, break up and undo destructive habits. We have to accept that as part of doing that, you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable and you have to get into the um, habit of when you are in those moments not just thinking about that moment you know you have to think okay so yes this is this moment but how is this this one moment here how is this impacting the rest of my life because if every night you are going in and you are just like okay yeah but it's this this moment is all that matters you know, I just want to feel better now, you are never going to be able to, you know, change those patterns. So it's about getting separating from needing instant gratification or needing to immediately feel better. And knowing that feeling uncomfortable isn't a bad thing. Feeling uncomfortable is not going to hurt you. And it will pass. I had a conversation with one of my clients this week um, on one of our calls. And we were talking about um, emotions and feelings and how, you know, how hard it is to remember when you are in there surfing, surfing the emotional wave, because that's what we want to be doing with our emotions. 
rather than um you know going in starting to surf them so you feel that you feel the emotion um it feels you know maybe uncomfortable and so when it feels uncomfortable what you do as the emotion is getting bigger and bigger so if you imagine it climbing the wave you go in and you cut it off and you you know you suppress it and get rid of it and so then the wave kind of like dies down but the wave has just gone back inside you it hasn't actually you know gone anywhere so you know I was talking to my client about saying, you know, just letting yourself go up to the peak of the peak of the wave and always reminding yourself you're going to be okay. Like it will pass this, that feeling isn't going to be forever, no matter how uncomfortable it is going to pass. Um, And so that the skill of being able to sit in a moment and just ride out that kind of feeling, not thinking that you need to get rid of it. Um, like immediately is the thing that is then going to allow you to be able to change the destructive habits that are maybe holding you back from actually reaching reaching your goal. Um, I don't even know how I got onto that topic. No, anyway. Um, well, the other thing that I actually wanted to talk to you about, going back to um, the coffee, was so when I very first started working with my first mindset coach, one of the big things that, um, one of the big first big changes that I made was what was happening in my life first thing in the morning and last thing at night. And so I wanted to share with you this very easy little routine um, that, or ritual, as I like to call them, um, that you can do every morning and every evening um, to help with shifting your mindset and to help with you know making sure that you stay connected with with yourself and connected with what it is that you are wanting for your life so going back to the the you know the the like in the moment gratification remembering what the bigger picture is for you what is the vision that you want for yourself so if you're like me and um or like how I was and you currently start and end your day just kind of zonked out in your you know on your phone looking at Instagram looking at you know emails messages all of the things then I'm really going to invite you to adopt this new routine like from tonight, from whenever you listen to this podcast. Because my old self, the old version of me, who was not a very um, happy person, but you would never have known it, I was the queen of disguising it. You know, on the outside, uh, well, I thought I was the queen of disguising it. My mum actually said that she always looked at me and knew that there was something, there was something not quite right. There was something blocking me that I wasn't, I wasn't stepping into my full potential. Um, but obviously, in this life, we have to go on our own journey, and you know, there's only so much that our parents can can say to us. And I don't know about you, but you know, definitely growing up, I was very much as you try and establish yourself as a human being and as a as a as a woman you know, you don't want people telling you what to do. You don't want people to be asking you questions. You, you want to kind of pave your pave your own way. Um, so, you know, when I was in this place of, you know, the relationship with myself was not a very nice one. 
um, and I was, you know, using um, alcohol and drugs and, you know, then it shifted into um, over-exercising and body obsession and obsession with calories and food and, and all of the things. When I was in that part of my life, I mean, I felt awful and I didn't think that there was really any hope for me to to like make things different for myself I thought this was just going to be be my life and so I used to spend a lot of time on social media um you know trying to make myself feel better I think I did a podcast episode on this recently um, but every morning and every evening, the last thing and the first thing that I would do, you know, before I went to sleep and then when I woke up was I would be straight onto my phone. So if you break this down, so if my evening routine was watch telly, numb out on telly for a few hours in bed um, and then get on my phone, numb out on my phone for a little bit longer, you know, make myself feel awful about who I was and what I didn't have and then go into what I did or didn't do that day or you know when is my life going to change and is my life ever going to change what is wrong with me am I broken like all of these things so they would be my last thoughts before I went to sleep and so then I would sleep you know six to six to nine hours with all of these all of these kind of like destructive thoughts going on in my mind you know ruminating you know stewing and then first thing in the morning I would wake up um and I would wake up and I you know I would read on Instagram about people that were feeling energized and looking forward to their day and hopping out of bed and life was good and you know for me it was more a case of like opening my eyes um dreading you know at one particular point in my life dreading that I was going to have to get up and look in the mirror, dreading that I was going to have to get up and get on the scale because at that point in time I thought I had to. I didn't think I had a choice in it. Um, and then, you know, fearful of what the scale number was going to say to me, fearful of, you know, what I was going to see in the mirror. And, you know, I I just, you know, that was that was my life at that time. Um, and so, you know, I would wake up, know that all this was about to happen afterwards so I'd go on my phone and try and you know start scrolling again and immediately go back into the same thoughts and the same feelings that I'd had just before I went to sleep so it's no wonder that I never felt kind of energized or refreshed or looking forward to my day because I'd basically gone to sleep with a head full of horrible, destructive, you know, thoughts, and then woken up and like just repeated the the thoughts to myself. You know, I'd gone straight back into to that pattern. So, you know, going into a day feeling like that, I mean, it just I just felt like crap. I really did. And the, you know, then you'd go through the day and you'd then be telling, I'd be telling myself more and more stories about, you know, what things meant about me, that it was because I was a shit person and, um, you know, that if I could, if I could just burn 500 more calories, then today would be the day that my life would change. If I could just get 10,000 more steps than I got yesterday, then all of a sudden um, my body would be incredible and I would love myself more. I mean, the stuff that I used to actually say to myself, like I want to give myself a big hug now looking back at that time because I was, I was really sad. I was really lonely. 
Um, and I felt very lost and very confused about, you know, how I had ended up in that position. Um, you know, when I think back to when I was a little girl, I, you know, I had big hopes and dreams for myself. And, um, you know, at age 39, which is kind of when, when the real body obsession and all of that was, was going on, I, you know, I would think, wow, how did, how did this happen? How did like the hopes and dreams of when I was like a little girl, how did they get also like tangled? And I ended up with this life where, you know, I've just crashed from one unhealthy behavior to another. Um, You know, I have never experienced a healthy relationship. I've never been in love. I've never been successful at relationships. Um, And, you know, how have I got to the point where I sit alone in my room at night and, you know, contemplate what the fuck is wrong with me? Um, And, you know, how have I got to the point where every day, but but the other thing that used to really confuse me was, and I'd be like, but how can nobody see how unhappy and how lonely I am? And it was because I was so freaking good at putting on this this show because I thought, you know, if I went out and was anything but, you know, putting on the kind of like perfect happy and I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm so, I'm just this really like strong, independent woman who doesn't need anyone. And that's why I'm not in a, that's why I'm not in a relationship. Um, and you know, my whole life is the gym and food and, you know, this makes me so happy and it didn't make me happy. Like none of it, none of it made me happy. Um, it was just, it was a, it was a pretense. It was me kind of just like not wanting to have to deal what was, what was really going on. Um, so when I started with my first mindset coach, this was all of the stuff that we were, we were working on, but going back to the morning and evening routines, um, a very simple exercise that he gave me, which I want to share with you, which, you know, really started to, I'm not saying that this exercise alone shifted my life because it didn't. I've had to do a lot of freaking deeper shit, like going into, you know, childhood patterns and, you know, really going into some painful things in order for me to fully transform. But this exercise was definitely like a very easy first step that really did help to make me feel different as I went into every day. And it was very simply that in the mornings and evenings, um, the last thing I would do before I, you know, went to sleep and I could do it sitting up or when I was actually laid, you know, in bed, ready to go to sleep was to start thinking about and start visualizing um, how, how I wanted my life to be so what were the thing what what was my dream kind of life what were the things that I was grateful for positives and celebrations from my day and then you know visualizing how I want to feel in my future life you know how do I want to be living what how do I want to be showing up in every day And so last thing at night, spending like the last five to 10 minutes focusing on those things before I went to sleep, rather than focusing on other people, things I hadn't done, how, 
how shit I felt, felt my life was, how lonely I was, like all of that, rather than focusing on that, focusing on these things that meant that when I went to sleep, there was there was a lot more um, good good thoughts, helpful thoughts, um, and good energy, you know, going around inside my mind as I actually went to sleep. And then first thing in the morning, when I would wake up, so the phone went, and there was no more picking, no, no more waking up and like, you know, scrolling first thing. I would go through the same process so waking up and just spending you know five to ten minutes things I'm grateful for in my life positives and celebrations about me um and the day ahead what was I going to be celebrating from the day ahead and then going back into that visualization of who I wanted to be and the story that I wanted to be to be living so basically I started to begin and end my days connecting with myself and connecting with the future version of myself and also focusing on the good things in my life, the, the things that the things that actually generated good feelings rather than really nailing, you know, destructive and negative feelings in even more. And this really helped me to start changing the relationship with myself and also to stay connected to the story that I wanted to be living and you know over time I mean I now like looking at my phone first and last thing is something that I only I very 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 rarely slip back into that because I just know that the phone is always going to be there like the phone is with me all day but those first moments in the morning and those last moments at night, they are precious because they are our time. So f- especially first thing in the morning, that's our time before the world has gotten to us, before we've had to start thinking about other people and started, you know, being influxed with information and the mind is being stimulated by all of this external stuff we get to connect to ourselves and actually we can then show up in our days already having you know visualized the day having visualized how the future version of us wants to show up and if you're doing that then you will find that as you go through your days you are way more likely to make different decisions about things than if you had basically not connected to yourself at all in the morning, not given a second thought about, you know, who you, you know, who it is that you're working on becoming, what this, you know, what is this new story? Because it's very easy, like in our daily lives to, you know, we we set these goals and we say, yeah, I want to have this different life you know, I want to, I want to be waking up every day and feeling like this and doing this. And I'll, you know, this, these, this is how I want my life to be. And we can set those, but then if we're not visiting them regularly, if we're not really being in touch with them, you forget what the behaviors are that you need to be doing in order to actually, you know, get that life. 
And so it's easy to then just go back to how you were before and, you know, you kind of just stay, you just stay stuck. So that exercise, it's only very simple. Um, it doesn't even, I mean, you can write it. And I, you know, as we know, I love writing. And now um, I'd actually kind of gotten off my evening time journaling, um, but I have just picked it back up in the last few weeks um i feel like there's been a lot more going on in my head that i've just needed to kind of um vomit out onto paper before i go to sleep but i still do this exercise now so the last thing before i go to sleep i um after i've meditated is i'll the you know when i'm snuggled down in bed i'll just be in my mind just going over you know visualizing the future um and you know it makes you feel, it makes you feel good. It can give you that warm, fuzzy feeling. Um, and again, in the morning, you know, as we know, I'm a journaler. So you can do this exercise, you know, sat in bed, um, either just thinking, thinking about it, just focusing on it that way, or again, in your, in your journal. So I just wanted to share, it's only very simple. Um, and, you know, if you do try it, please obviously reach out on Instagram and um, let me know. And if you related to any of my story during the episode, um, if you, you know, are feeling like you are stuck in a place where you are using, you know, coping and um, distraction mechanisms such as wine and food and, um, you know, other unhealthy coping mechanisms if that is you and you're like I just need this to change I'm, I'm freaking sick of it I want to I want to change my life I want to feel free I want to feel healthy I want to feel energized I want to actually have a, a you know really good relationship with myself because I feel like right now I'm holding myself back then I invite you to check out my new 12-week life transformation program which I am so excited and because it's a a DIY course so you get 12 modules and which are all very easy to follow and you get lots of bonus content you get meditations visualizations worksheets um, and then you also get one-on-one support from me throughout the course um and this is actually something I've never offered before um so I'm so excited to be able to do it I'm so excited to be able to take more women through my processes and really help them to change to change their life you know so that they're no longer stuck in a position where they feel like they are hopeless and they don't feel like they can ever get out of the rut that they've been in for years and years. So, you know, if you relate to anything, you know, any of my story um, and you are ready to change and you want your life to be different, then the uh, you can apply for the uh, course with through the link in the show notes um, and if you have any questions about it then you know obviously feel free to reach out to me in my dms on instagram um, but for now my friend i am going to bid you good day good night goodbye good morning whatever it is for you and i shall catch you on the next episode
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Thrive with Duff podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would be so, so grateful if you could head on over to iTunes and leave me some stars. And while you're over there, do not forget to hit subscribe so you never miss another episode. If you have friends, gal pals, your mom, anyone that you feel that would benefit from any of the episodes, I would be so grateful if you could share because I am on a mission to make sure that I empower as many women as I possibly can to be able to start thriving in their life. Until the next episode, my friend, take care. I'll speak to you soon.